Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. Uh, 1 Samuel 17, let's pick it up in verse 45. Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, of God, of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you and take your head from you. And this day I will give the carcass of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Then all the assembly shall know that the Lord does not save by sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you, he will give you into our hands. The background here is that the army of Israel was facing off with the army of the Philistines, and they were kind of at a stalemate. Neither army was strong enough to you know, overtake the other one. And so every day, this giant Goliath would come out and challenge the army of Israel and say, look, bring out your toughest guy, and we'll, we'll fight, and if I lose, then we will all surrender to you, and if your tough guy loses, then we'll all surrender, uh, then you all surrender to us. And, and so this happened, uh, you know, daily. Now, Goliath was a big guy, perhaps one of the biggest guys, uh, nine foot six, uh, the commentators say. Uh, his, his armor alone weighed 150 pounds. The, the head of his spear was 20 pounds. Goliath was very big, and he was very intimidating. And, you know, all the men of Israel were intimidated by Goliath. And then David, a teenager, not even old enough to join the army, uh, his parents sent him to go check on his brothers who were in the, in the, in the army. And uh, he gets up there and, and uh, he's, you know, checking on his brothers, getting a report from mom and dad. And he sees Goliath come out and taunt Israel. And David says, hey, why doesn't somebody go out and fight him? Why doesn't somebody do something? And, you know, they're all like, ooh, you know, they're all afraid. And, uh, and, and so they told David, they said, well, the king has offered a reward. So they take him to Saul, and then uh, David said to Saul in verse 34, then David said to Saul, your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. Now David's talking about himself. He said, when a lion or a bear came and carried off a sheep from the flock, I went after it, and I struck it and rescued the sheep from the mouth. And when it turned on me, I seized it by the hair and struck it and killed it. And your servant has killed both a lion and a bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, because he has defiled the armies of the living God. Now, David is a man of faith, right? Now, I don't know, we talked about this before, what you would have done in that situation, but, but David has faith in God and what God can do in his life. And you might ask, well, how did David have such great faith in God's power? Well, there's multiple reasons. I think one of them is that David recognized that it was not his battle. Right? Goliath wasn't coming out defying the name of David. He was defying the name of Jehovah, right? And, and David was confident that God was able to fight his own battles, even though God might use a person, but David did not see himself as going against the giant. He saw it as that Goliath was taunting God, and it was Goliath against God, and David was just kind of the, the vessel in between, and I think that's important for us to understand. In our spiritual life, if you invite someone to church or you invite someone to the Harvest Crusade and they reject you, 
They're not rejecting you. They're rejecting Jesus, right? Unless you said to them, come and follow me. I will save you, right? Then, then if they say no, then, well, that, that's probably right. But anyway, I mean, the, the point is, is that when you invite someone to church or you're involved in, you know, sharing with somebody about God and they don't like it, they're not rejecting you. They're rejecting God. And for me, that's very encouraging, right? If someone comes up to me and says, Pastor Bob, I don't like what you read today. I'm like, well, I didn't write it. I'm just a messenger. I mean, it's like, if you have a problem, take it up with the one who wrote. I mean, it's, you talk to God, right? And so David didn't see this as his personal battle. He saw, hey, Goliath is daunting God. In verse 46, and he said, this day the Lord will hand you over to me and I will strike you down and cut off your head, and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. See, David saw this battle in its true perspective. Goliath versus God, right? And and even though God was going to use David as his servant to accomplish his purposes, David saw it like that. And as a result, because David had proper perspective about this battle, that it was Goliath taunting God, David had a very positive attitude. He's like, hey, it's you against God. You might be nine foot six, but God created the universe, right? I mean, you're nothing, buddy. I mean, and he had this very positive attitude. And I think as a Christian, when we go through life and we look at all the craziness that's going on in the world, the National Day of Prayer, what's going on in all the different aspects of politics and education and, and pop culture, whatever, uh, we need to see it as that, you know what? God is in control. And, you know, when you have the wrong perspective, or the wrong attitude, then that comes from thinking that it's you against them. When you think it's just me, right? It's not, right? The Bible tells us we are God's instruments. And as a child of God, I need to look at situations as I face these difficulties from God's perspective. What does God want to do? What, what is God's perspective? What is God's purpose in this whole thing, right? And so when you face some difficulty, instead of trying to figure it out on your own and then tell God what to do, it's so much better to ask yourself, what does God want to do in this situation? And I think that's what David was thinking. He's looking at the Goliath. He's mocking the nation of Israel. And, and David's saying, man, what does God want to do? And, and then David said, well, could God use me? Right? He's thinking to himself, you know, how does God see this situation? And I think the Holy Spirit spoke to David and, and said, look, David, you could take a lion. You could pick a, take a bear because I helped you. And so, look, I can help you to go do that, right? And, and I don't know if you see things that way, but that's how David saw things. And when you look at David and Goliath, it's important to understand that David... Uh, was just a person who trusted God, right? And not only that, but secondly, I think the reason that David had such great faith is that David had experienced God working in his life in the past. And this is very important. That's why it's important to, to seek the Lord in the small things, right? Because in verse 36, it says, where David said, your servant has killed both a lion and a bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them because he has defiled the armies of the living God. The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. In other words, David is saying, you know, God has worked in my life in the past. He worked in my life to deliver me from a lion. He delivered me from a bear. Now, that's pretty awesome, right? I mean, how many of you ever fought a lion or a bear, right? Uh, uh, you know, but, and then David's saying, look, God helped me with those things. God can give me victory over Goliath, just like he did the bear, just like the lion. And, and see, David's past experience with God uh, gave him, you know, as God gave him victory in the past, that stirred up David's faith and gave him strong faith to believe that God would give him victory in the future. And I think that's why it's so important for us to remember when God answers our prayers, when God does things in our life. That's why it's important to have a prayer journal. And when you pray for things, like if you put it in your phone, don't delete it when God answers your prayer, right? Keep it. And then go back and look at, oh, God did this, God did, and what does that do? It builds your faith. See, back in those days, David had a good memory because he didn't eat MSG and he didn't play video games all day. So he could remember, 
What happened yesterday, right? David's saying, look, my past experience tells me that God is for me and God's gonna help me. In 2 Timothy 4, 17, Paul said the new, same thing in the New Testament. He said, but the Lord stood with me and I was delivered in the past out of the mouth of the lion. In verse 18, and the Lord will deliver me in the future from every evil work and preserve me. So the apostle Paul recognized God's delivered me in the past. He's gonna deliver me in the future. And the work of God in the past in my life gives me assurance about God being faithful to work in my life in the future. And that is important for us to remember. That was a dynamic in David's life. And quite often, God works in ways that are very different than what we conclude is the best solution. And I think this is an important thing to understand because David recognized that, that God does things sometimes different than we think. Quite often as a Christian, perhaps you've done this before, you, get, you face some giant in your life, some mountain in front of you, and you pray, okay, God, this is the problem. And, and, and either do this, A, or B, or C. Okay, God, it's one of those things. Well, do one of those. And then you pray and you pray, and then you come to the last day. Oh, no, I'm going to lose my house, lose my car, whatever. Everything's going to fall apart. And then the day before, God answers the prayer, and it's neither A, B, or C. It's G. And you're like, oh, I never thought of that. I'm like, well, yeah, that's why you didn't fix it. That's why you need to pray, because you didn't think of it, right? Now, you just think about us being here today. We're here today because of God working in our life, his faithfulness. And this church is here today of, because God helped us in, in ways that no one could ever imagine, right? I mean, uh, the Lord had some stranger tell me to tell somebody else to give us a bunch of money so we could buy this building. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. And then my wife said, what do you got to lose? I'm like, uh, I don't know, nothing, <laughs> right? And so, you know, then we did it, right? And the Lord just worked things out in a miraculous way. But in your life too, God is faithful. In Philippians 1, 6, he says, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work will complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. See, God started a work in your life and he's gonna finish that work. And whenever you think that, oh, God's gonna give up on me, right? That's, that's not from God, right? God didn't bring you this far just to dump you, right? Uh, God loves you, and he is going to be faithful in your life. He's going to see you through. So whenever you have those thoughts of like, I don't know if I can go on. I don't think I can go to church anymore. And, and as a young Christian, I used to say that out loud to my friends. I don't think I can be a Christian. I don't think I can be good. <laughs> it's just too hard. Um, I think, uh, you know, I can't do it. And because I didn't understand that God started a work in my life, and God was going to finish that work. Now, I have part to play in that, to surrender to him and to seek to follow him and obey his ways. But the past victories of God are prophetic of the future victories of God in your life. And you need to think of that. The victories that God has given you, those are just a prophecy of the victories he's gonna give you in the future. Well, what about the failures? Well, you're gonna have failures, right? We're sinners, and there's gonna be, there's gonna be those times. And David was a man after God's own heart. He had failures, right? But we talked about that last week. He repented, got back on track, God was with him. Now, David said in verse 37, the Lord whom delivered me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. See, David had experienced the power of God to deliver him from impossible situations. Now, Goliath is just another impossible situation. Now, why did no one else in Israel go up against Goliath? Well, perhaps no one else in Israel had been praying and having God do supernatural work in their life, so they weren't ready for it, right? But David, while he was out tending the sheep, he was praying and worshiping God, and when a bear came, he's like, God, what should we do? Should we let him eat the sheep, or should we go get him? And God's like, go get him. We can, get, we can take him, you know, whatever. And so uh, David was looking at the purpose of God in this situation, right, because he had a genuine relationship with God, and he had this kind of relationship with God where God worked in his life. And so God used him to bless others and to help others. And so he says in verse 46, this day the Lord will hand you over to me. He says this to Goliath. And I will take you down and cut off your head. <laughs> I got like that. Uh, the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. See, David said, look, 
God wants everyone to know that he is there because God wants people to experience his love. God wants people to experience his blessing. And that's why it's so important for us to invite all of our friends, family members, coworkers who don't know Jesus to Easter next week or to Harvest Crusade because if they don't know God, they're missing out on God's love. They, they don't un- even understand true love from God's perspective. They don't understand that, that God has so much more for them than what they're experiencing. And so God wants us to bring people to know him. And David was saying, look, the whole world's going to know that God is real because I am going to allow God to work through me to show people that God is real. And, and David understood that God uses unconventional ways. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on The CW, Channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you and may you have a great day. Today is the day you will.